Blog Talk Radio. Indeed, how many of you want the Lord to bless you? Because death has been defeated. He is our victory. Bless me, bless me. God, not just for me, but so everyone around me can have everything they need. The Bible says that the blessings of the Lord maketh rich 
and add no sorrow with it. We are here today because of God's blessings, because of his favor. It is because of the Lord's mercies we are not consumed. His compassion fails not. Great is God's faithfulness towards us. Certainly we praise God. We give him glory. We give him honor because we are here today in the land of the living. For I had fainted unless I believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. This is your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and you're listening to Global Gospel. And we are here every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, sharing with you the gospel, the good news, and the glad tidings of Jesus Christ. We want you to know that we do not own the rights to any of the music that you hear today, but we pray that it is a blessing to you, you, and you. And we started out today with Bless Me, that's uh, Kirk Franklin and Maverick City, and certainly we know that they are on the move, and that's an entire project uh, that we will perhaps talk about a little uh, at another time. Uh, certainly we want to uh, shout out we want you to uh, tell your family, your friends, and your neighbors to log on to www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel and let them know that we are live on air. Certainly, they can, you can call in at 619-924-0800, 619-924-0800. You can also connect with us on social media. We are on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Tumblr. We are on Instagram. If you look for Global Gospel on Facebook, on Twitter, or Tumblr, there's a direct link to each and every episode, and you can listen any time of day or night because we are syndicated. In addition to Block Talk Radio, we are syndicated on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. And so we are there for you to listen in. Uh, we want to shout out our sponsors on today, Abyssinia, the Nationwide Black Family Mediation Services. Uh, we want to shout out Grandma Edda's Quilting, Third Lounge, MPT Enterprise. Um, we thank God for you, you and you. Uh, in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Maryland, Delaware, Virginia, the Carolinas, Florida, Georgia, California, Michigan, Illinois. Uh, we thank God for you, you and you. For those that are listening in Brazil, South Africa, Nigeria, the Democratic Republic of the Congo, the Ivory Coast, Spain, Portugal, France, uh, Germany, Turkey, Myanmar, New Zealand, uh, Japan, South Korea, the United Kingdom. Uh, we thank God. Poland, we thank God for you, you and you continuing to listen to Global Gospel. For those that have tuned into Global Gospel for the first time, our theme scripture here at Global Gospel comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3, and it says, But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. And we pray today that none are lost, but that you might uh, accept and believe on the gospel of Jesus Christ on today, because it is comprehensive. It meets every need in your life for every person. If you're rich, if you're poor, if you're black, if you're white, if you're down and out, if you're oppressed, if you're suicidal, if you feel like it's all over for you, the gospel is here today to meet you at your place of need. And God will supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. And certainly we want you to be receptive today that Christ came, that you might have life and have it more abundantly, that he sees all, he knows all, and he cares about you. And so we have a special uh, program lined up for you on today, and certainly we are going to go to break. And after that break, we will be back with our very special guest. This next selection simply says, help somebody, help somebody. And we all need a little help sometimes. We all need a helping hand just to get where we need to be in life. So here it is. Help somebody. Edward Hawkins. Stay tuned.
Special guest is here live in studio with us on today. Good afternoon, special guest. How are you? I'm fine. How are you doing, sir? I'm well. Cannot complain. So those of you that didn't perhaps catch the voice, tell our listeners who you are. Yes, sir. So my name is Elliot Middleton. I'm from a small town outside of Charleston, South Carolina, called McLennansville. South Carolina, and uh, I'm pretty um, self-employed. I run my own restaurant, and I also started this nonprofit organization called uh, Middleton's Village to Village Foundation. Awesome, awesome. And so we thank God. We know that you're a busy person. We thank God that you're able to share a few minutes on with us on today. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it yourself. Uh, we are here with Elliot Middleton of Middleton's Village to Village Foundation, all the way from South Carolina. And so um, tell us, um, Middleton's Village to Village Foundation, how did you uh, end up on this path? Well, in, uh, my, my dad, uh, who recently uh, passed about two years ago, he's always been into mechanics. So I, of course, picked up the mechanical trade and was a mechanic for about 18 years. And um, recently, about 2016, um, I decided to leave out of the mechanical field and go into a field that my great-grandmother 
and my uncle uh, explored, which is the culinary arts in uh, barbecuing. And uh, this one particular uh, event that I attended in Andrews, South Carolina, it was a rib cook-off and uh, went there and uh, competed with about five other competitors, uh, became a first-place winner. And with those winnings, I decided because that town is so small and rural and I saw the need for folks to get around, I decided to um, hold a food drive. And once I held that food drive and saw that there were so many folks that were walking or didn't have an opportunity to get anything from the food drive because they didn't have transportation, that's uh, what birthed uh, Middleton's Village to Village Foundation, which what we do is collect old unwanted cars um, and even donated cars, fix them up, and donate them to folks in need. So from food, from mechanicing to food and back to mechanicing again, um, the the village concept of both of my businesses is pretty much uh, what we try to do to help people um, in need, um, and especially rural pocket areas, because you do run into situations where the uh, inner cities and uh, the huge names of cities, you would know them to get the attention first, and we don't remember or we don't pay attention to the folks that are in the back, and I tend to start from the back to the front. Awesome. Uh, that is really a, a awesome uh, story uh, that you're sharing with us. So it's kind of hard to uh, imagine for those that are live in big cities or or those that are in other places in the country and in the world, that there there are still rural areas where people are in need of basic assistance such as transportation. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, you think about it, um, for most of the folks who probably live in a uh, public transportation area, I mean, if your car fails today, um, at some point you can probably plan out to either call a taxi, uh, set up an Uber ride, or maybe even walk a couple of blocks to get to the city bus or the city train station. But out in these rural pocket areas that are like, you know, 40, 50, 60 miles away from your nearest Walmart, um, going to trips to like a Walmart or a grocery store or even commuting back and forth to a good job that's in those areas, that's a strategically planned uh, deal you would have to do if you do not have a vehicle. You have to either set up a carpooling uh, deal with some neighbors or you're actually out there at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning thumbing a ride to get to the closest spot that you can thumb another ride so that you can get into the city to attempt to do some work and earn a living. So wow. the transportation need out in those rural pocket areas, um, it's a uh, it's a generational um, difference because if, wow. if your mom had transportation, then maybe she can get back and forth to work and create better opportunities for you and then so forth and so on. But, you know, you have generations that, just never owned a decent car. Right. And so then it's not just a transportation issue. It becomes an economic issue as well. And, and it's Correct. Correct. one thing after the other. Yes, sir. So, so the first person um, that you recognize, they needed a car. So you had to recognize one person, particular person needs a car. How do we go about choosing that one person? And where did that first car come from? Well, the whole idea with the car program, um, and because I was mobily, uh, you know, doing barbecue, um, I decided to put out there that, you know, hey, if anybody had a vehicle that they would like to trade in for a couple of rack of ribs, then maybe we can do that trade and I can save that vehicle from just sitting in the yard and um, that family can have a nice rib dinner that night and then I can repair that car and fix it. Well, the first, the first person that I saw in need of a car was on, actually on social media. Um, there was a lady that reached out and said that she was looking for a car to purchase uh, for a young lady who was uh, dealing with a young lady that had, you know, had to go back and forth to the doctors um, for a rare, you know, uh, a newborn disease that she had, and uh, she needed to get back and forth to doctor's appointments and everything, and she just couldn't. She didn't have transportation to do it. And I, you know, specifically reached out to that person. I said, this is something that I was creating to do. I have actually one car that's been donated already. Allow me two weeks to go through that car and fix it, and um, let's surprise her with a car. And uh, and that's what we did. Two weeks later, we um, pulled up to her house, and she didn't know where we were coming in. 
we surprised her with that car, and she said, I mean, still to this day, I actually just spoke to her about two weeks ago, um, always checking up on them, and she said that car changed her whole, changed everything. She was able to find work, and she was able to get her daughter back and forth to the hospital on time. I mean, just that one vehicle that was going to probably be on its way to the junkyard, that car is saving a whole family right now. Wow, wow. That is that is awesome how you uh how a car can change someone's whole whole life experience. Like I said, from finances and everything and also uh can help with uh housing and everything, every area in your life, uh once you can become mobile. Correct. So now we go from a rack of ribs, I trade you a rack of ribs for a car, I give a car to this one person and so now you create this whole foundation. Now, how did you transition into we're just giving away cars into a whole foundation to multiple people receiving cars? Right, right. Well, our first car was September of 2020. Um, of course, I, I'm, I, I guess it went from folks sharing it on social media and the word just exploded. Uh, local local newspapers started covering it. Local news stations started, you know, asking questions and covering it. And then that got the word out, and that enabled more people to send in more requests for uh, cars that they wanted to donate. Um, there was at one point um, there was a there was a list of cars that I had over 800 cars that was totally donated, and it ranged from here in South Carolina as far as. Uh, Oregon, Washington State, California, which is completely on the opposite side of the of the nation, and um, that was overwhelming and mind blowing. And and at that particular time, I mean, my particular vehicle I saved out of the salvage yard in 2014, and it was a 2002 Toyota Sequoia, and that was a vehicle that I was using to tow the cars at that time, to bring the cars in on a homemade little car trailer. So all of these different things, all these donations that came in, it was able to help me to get equipment to be able to pick up more cars, to be able to repair more cars. And year to date, we're up to almost 70 cars that has been donated um, as far areas, you know, all around the South Carolina area we've donated cars. Um, and it's just something that I enjoy doing. It's not about a reward um, as far as a value reward other than, what I feel inside when I'm able to help somebody. I mean, that's a feeling out of this world that there is, there is nothing that you just can't, you can't duplicate that. I mean, helping somebody and knowing that they are able to, uh, you know, be able to, uh, you know, get better off in life. And, you know, it's, it's what God, uh, you know, put us all on here to do to be able to make a difference in your life, make a difference in your family's lives and then be able to help you help your neighbor. So it's, I mean, it's, it's just perfect for. I mean, I love the organization and I love the uh, the program that we do. Awesome, you have uh, brought new meaning to the word uh, community and new light to uh, the village experience, and that is really uh, something to be commended. And so um, now, do you have a staff or team uh, that that works with you as far as repairing? Because now. I mean, you're not just repairing one car at a time. It's just, you have a whole staff, or is this something that you pretty much the main mechanic? Um, believe it or not, this entire thing just kind of started as I was thinking it was going to just be one a car here or there. And um, we do not have a repair facility. All of these cars are performed, worked on, inspected, and completed right in my backyard. Um, okay. there's, uh, there's one guy that's helped me out throughout the entire process when I needed help, like putting the engine in or getting some brakes done or getting some tires installed. Um, and his name is Matthew. He's been there since day one to be able to assist me. There's been some volunteers that come through, but as far as an everyday person um, right there, it's been me and him. My sister, uh, Desiree Middleton, she's been able to help me with the paperwork and the logistics because, like I said, um, this thing turned in from me having one folder on my bedroom dresser and then turning into my whole entire wall is covered with sticky notes and then moving that to the living room and then from the living room to where, um, with God's grace, uh, right beside my restaurant, I'm able to obtain this building, which I'm using for an office. And that's where I can be able to, you know, keep paperwork together, keep title works together and all that stuff. So it's a, it's a, it's a big, it turned into a big operation. That's awesome. 
And so um, for those that are out there listening, if they want to donate a car, if they want to make a financial donation, um, how do they go about doing that? If they, if they need to be a recipient of an automobile, how do they go about doing that? Okay. So uh, what we have is uh, we, we do have a new website that just came up about four months ago. It's called middletonsvillage2village.org. So that's Middleton spelled out M-I-D-D-L-E-T-O-N-S, village, V-I-L-L-A-G-E, T-O, village.org. And that will take you directly to our website. Um, We're also on Facebook. On Facebook, you will be able to see a lot of the interactions as far as when I'm going to pick up vehicles, You'll be able to see live videos on when we donate vehicles and get some of the recipients' reactions. Um, You'll be able to see a video that we did for Christmas. We did a 12-day of Christmas car donations where we donated 12 cars. You'll be able to view that as well, too, on the uh, Facebook page. Um, And that's uh, Middleton's apostrophe S, uh, Middleton's Village to Village, uh, the word to, not the number to, Village to Village Foundation. And that's on Facebook. And you can see a lot of the videos, a lot of the interactions. Um, we do have a, uh, um, a mailing address for uh, checks or money order for donations. And that's uh, at 5103 U.S. Highway 17, Allendahl, A-W-E-N-D-A-W, South Carolina, Two nine four two nine, and also on that website, you'll be able to see where you can go at and uh, and uh, submit a request for a vehicle. Um, you do not have to be the recipient. If you knew, if you know someone who is in need of a vehicle, you can also uh, submit the application there online. Um, it is a pretty lengthy process now because uh, you know we have a lot of applicants and we have to go through those. Um, so we do say once your application is submitted. Um, allow us anywhere from two to three weeks to get back with you um, as far as the next steps that we may need to do. Um, Right now we have about 17 cars prepared for donation, and all these cars will start start to be donated within the next couple of weeks. And um, from there we try to collect more cars and repair more cars to be able to be prepared for the next set of folks to donate to. Awesome. Well, it sounds like you're a busy person, and we uh, pray that those that are listening will certainly make the effort to uh, share in Middleton's Village to Village Foundation, whether it be through through donation or through a car or, listen, if it's picking up a wrench, changing a tire, you know, whatever uh, needs to be done, uh, we are sure that um, God will send helping hands uh, that way. Um, So... Tell me a little bit. So we started out talking about um, the Village to Village Foundation, but actually this is um, actually came after another one of your uh, business ventures. And so you are, are in the food industry as well. So tell us about that. Yes. So um, I own Middleton and Maker, co-own Middleton and Maker Village Barbecue. Uh, this is a restaurant located here near my hometown, Allendahl. And um, what we do here, um, it's a huge outside venue as well as a restaurant. So we have events here. Um, we have a few um, um, different uh, schools and different activities that actually come here and use the facility. We cook uh, barbecue ribs, uh, pulled pork sandwiches. We do red rice, macaroni and cheese. But if you notice, all of my organizations or businesses has the word village in it. So it's also for the community as well. It's a space where the community gather. We have farmer's market here every second Thursday of the month. And um, we just have a lot of community interactions and be able to help the community uh, communicate, which is real great, um, and also to be able to have community meetings um, where if there's a concern in the community, and of course out in the rural areas, um, you know, you have different sectors to where you have the town limits and then you have the unincorporated areas 
and I try to focus on the unincorporated areas to be able to have a voice to speak what their mind feels about different things. So we have different meetings and, and things over, you know, the barbecue and uh, different things that we do. We open here five days a week. Um, I'm normally here anywhere from 6 or 7 a.m. until about 8 or 9 p.m. at night. Um, just trying to make sure that all food is fresh and everything's coming off the grill on time in a systematic form. And that leaves me with about two days to work on the cars and pick up cars and donate cars. So it's almost like a seven-day-a-week seven uh, or, or, or sometimes my mom says an eight-day-a-week <laughs> operation for me. Sounds like it takes the full 24 hours. <laughs> yes, sir. So uh, what is the address of the, uh, again, of your uh, barbecue your restaurant? So my barbecue restaurant is located at 5105, so that's right next door to the foundation office, uh, 5105 U.S. Highway 17, and that's Owendaw, South Carolina, okay, 29429. So all, all right, so all our listeners, if you're in Owendaw, South Carolina, or just make it your business to stop through Owendaw, South Carolina, and so have some barbecue, uh, maybe donate a car. Uh, just see all the great things that's going on down that way. So now being an entrepreneur and uh, barbecue business, starting a foundation, um, I'm sure it comes with some challenges. I'm sure your uh, faith has been tested. So uh, how, how do you, how do you uh, balance all of that out? Um, I tell you what, it's been a, it's been a brand new experience um, with the guidance of some folks that I've been able to meet um, since all of this has started, um, Tyrese Gibson being one, um, Steve Harvey being another, um, with just getting advice from them and being able to speak to them um, within a couple hours' notice and just kind of getting that guidance. Um, like I said, being that my father has passed away about two years ago, having that guidance and be able to understand how the way to do things um, professionally has, um, has helped me a lot because it's been a busy 19 months. <laughs> it's been, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's just been a, it's been a whole lot. And, um, you know, I'm the type that I like to get out in the field and do the work and actually see the people and get involved. And, um, and I always like to remain that way. And that's, and that's one thing that I always say, like, you know, I always want to be hands on. Because hands-on, you get to experience things. You get to feel things. You get to see things. And um, it's just been a journey, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm taking it all in. I mean, you know, God has prepared a plate, like my mom said, and what you have to do, you have to sit there, and you have to take some in, and you have to share some out. And that's, and that's, what, I, that's what I've been doing, and that's what I've been wanting to do and continue doing. Hopefully I can be able to continue doing this. Awesome. That is well said. Um, so what we're going to do is um, we are going to uh, take a break. Now, there may be someone that's listening. They have some questions, concerns, um, comments, and we're going to give them the opportunity. They may want to give you a shout-out. So we're going to give our listeners the opportunity. Our number in studio is 619-924-0800. Our special guest today is uh, Mr. Elliot Middleton of Middleton's Village to Village Foundation. And certainly he is doing a great work in Alwindor, South Carolina. And I hope I said that right. <laughs> That's a new location for me. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Right. So it's, it's outside of Charleston. So uh, we uh, want you to uh, share in this experience, 619-924-0800. If you have a question, we want you to call in. And um, certainly uh, we're going to allow him to give some shout-outs uh, before we uh, wrap this up for today. So uh, we want you to stay tuned, and we will be right back. Crafted and molded, sculpted and folded, designed to praise in Gifted with music, anointed with lyrics, you may be an instrument of prayer. 
community-minded, family-minded, what is your message to other young people today? Um, one thing that I've noticed with myself um, and just, you know, experiencing different things, being that I am, you know, I run a, a restaurant and it's not easy work. Um, of course, everybody knows that we're dealing with an employment uh, base issue now because, of, you know, the pandemic came along and, um, and employees are hard to come across, great employees are hard to come across. But um, I would more likely say I would want the younger people to um, understand that the that the I'm, I'm trying to word this correctly, but understand that what you see on television is for entertainment. Um, I think folks just you know come out of high school and they're not really knowing what they want to do, and they just feel like it's this huge goal to make this you know a whole bunch of money or just obtain a bunch of things. And the materialistic part of life is just that that will that will really run you to the point to where you're exhausted and you're you know you're a young age. Um, I would more likely force that energy back into community and into family, into more of a sharing perspective, because uh, you you just you feel you feel better if you can share and you feel better if you can. Um, feel comfortable with what you have, or these, uh, you know, I, I, I don't want to say complacent on what you what you have because everybody wants to move up the ladder, but move up the ladder in a sensible fashion. Um, a lot of folks, um, I, I don't know, they just, you know, the materialistic parts of things. Um, I just think you need to enjoy what you have, the area that you have, set goals, the realistic goals, and um, just enjoy life. Like I'm a country boy, so I enjoy nature. I enjoy the water. I enjoy going out into the forest, and everybody has their niche. So I think finding that and just enjoying that, I think it'll bring the younger generation more out of a uh, um, a digital uh, era. You have to learn those things, but man, it's just I see kids like they go, um, you know, they want the new iPhone and they want all of these new things, and they're waiting in line to get this new iPhone before it goes out, or they're waiting in line to get these new pair of sneakers before they all run out. But, you know, you don't see people waiting in line to help anybody. You don't see people waiting in line to help during, you know, it's just it's just different ways how the way I look at things. I just think they need to get back down to more of the uh, the earthly things that are here to enjoy versus the materialistic things. And I think I think your life would be a whole lot calmer, um, not a whole lot of stress. That's what I noticed for myself. Even with everything that I have going on, I just try to focus on what I have. I think that's well said, uh, and certainly we encourage people to get back to the basics. Um, and listen, sharing, caring, and loving, listen, <laughs> it'll take you a long yeah. way, <laughs> long way. Yes, sir. Um, so you, uh, we don't uh, want to forget, I know that you mentioned um, your mom and your sister, and so uh, I'm going to be giving you this opportunity to uh, do some shout-outs. Uh, to those that uh, your family, your community, those that work with you, those influential uh, voices in your life. Yes, uh, definitely a special special shout out to my uh, to my mother, who's been, I mean, every idea that I can possibly think of, she sit down with me and think it all through, and uh, she's been right there every step of the way in everything that I've ever done. So she is my backbone and my supporter. Um, special thanks to my, my father up in heaven. Uh, he has been the person I've been behind, uh, mimicking his, uh, styles with the customers, um, wanting to be able to help. I mean, and like I said, this kind of, this program came from also how the way I saw him helping folks who did not have all of the money to repair their vehicles. I mean, he was a shop owner for, for pretty much all his life. And, uh, just seeing how the way he had a heart for people and treat people, um, who were on the less fortunate side. It also instilled me on what I'm doing today. And um, my sister, a real big influence on helping me, you know, keeping the paperwork straight and uh, keeping uh, appointments together, um, knowing that I have a busy schedule here at the restaurant. She helps me tremendously with the foundation, um, keeping everything, you know, going smoothly. And um, my communities, um, there's multi-communities here. We're, um, we're one of the 
oldest uh, communities where the home home area of the uh, sweetgrass baskets. Um, I don't know if a lot of folks um, may know about that, but um, we do have uh, um, some deep culture here um, along the sea, sea islands of Charleston, Charleston, uh, South Carolina area. Um, also, a special thanks to my uh, my first cousin, Nicole Green. She's an anthropologist. Uh, she helps me out with a lot of the uh, just uh, historical things and um, ideas on ways how to uh, to get into these rural areas and these little pocket areas that I never knew exist. I mean, she knew all of these little areas that have deep, rich, hist- uh, deep, rich history. And um, just focusing on a lot of things like that. Um, my staff here at the restaurant has been great um, maintaining the restaurant while I am not able to, while I'm doing the foundation. So it's just been uh it's just been a great thing and so many people to uh to uh to thank. Awesome. Um so I'm I missed something. Um you said about baskets. What kind of baskets? Um so locally here we have uh sweet grass baskets. Um this is a uh a tradition that came over here with us from uh from Africa. Um, it's only made here in the uh, Sea Island areas. Um, I'll call these names. I don't know if you ever heard of them, but like uh, Wadmala Island, Johns Island, James Island, Seabrook Island. Um, all of this is on the coast, and if folks want to Google it, they can they can uh, see the area that I'm talking about. Um, it's a Geechee culture um, tradition. Um, it's it's something that uh, I don't know. It's 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 something that I that I love. It's the only area in the country where you will see the sweetgrass basket stands on the side of the highway. Um, it's uh, it's something that I'm proud of. Um, it's used for you know decoration, but a long time ago it was used to carry rice. It was used to carry water. It was used to carry a whole lot of things. So it's called sweetgrass baskets. Um, locally developed here, but. It should be getting the word out. A lot of folks should know about it. My cousin actually took some up to the uh, Smithsonian Museum in Washington, D.C., so there's some displayed there as well. Wow. Um, that's interesting. All right, so we just got a fact about uh, Gullah Geechee culture. Uh, that's something I didn't, I didn't, wasn't aware of uh, as a side note, but uh, I'm definitely going to uh, look, in that, look into that, and certainly we will. Uh, as time permits, uh, we will definitely uh, stop by and uh, visit uh, my family. I have family in South Carolina, so up there. We're on the other side, a little more inland, uh, Aiken, a little west of Yeah, there. sure. <laughs> so, sure. Uh, uh, you know, we will stop by at some point. Uh, I am in the area from time to time. And um, actually, we had another uh, restaurant owner. I don't know. Um, if you're familiar with uh, Kiki's in Columbia, yeah, I've heard I've heard of that. Okay, okay. so, uh, well, that so you know what? Uh, we are going to make a connection uh, uh, with sure. those with uh, the restaurant business. So uh, we'll we'll uh, work on that. Uh, but certainly, I thank you for um, sharing with us uh, on this uh, Saturday afternoon with your busy schedule. As you said, um, you know, you work from sun up to sun down. And um, maybe you probably wake up in the middle of the night with an idea. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man, there's a special notebook on the side of my bed for that. <laughs> it's, that's when the ideas come flowing best, in the middle of the night. You wake up and you got to write it down before you forget about it. So, listen, I understand as a, as a minister, listen, there's notes written all over the place sometimes. Just, just, yes, so, you don't, just yes, so you don't forget and, uh, you know, uh, You'll have it when you need it. Um, but certainly, um, we thank you for sharing. Listen, uh, listeners, Middleton's Village to Village Foundation, uh, we want you to be a part of this community effort. And certainly, uh, for those that are in the local South Carolina area, and Sister Melody called in. She was talking about um, she was in Virginia, I believe. She said, I don't remember what part of Virginia she said, because I never heard of that part of Virginia. But... Um, we know that this is this is obviously an issue country that is um built and based on transportation i mean um uh, there's no experience like a, a american automobile automobile experience because actually 
our network of roads and highways and certainly the way our cities were built was all based on transportation. And so it is definitely enlightening to know that in 2022, there is a whole world out there that has no access to transportation. And certainly we need to be mindful. And I'm sure this is not a South Carolina issue. I'm sure it's not a Virginia issue, but I I believe that this is probably a countrywide issue. And certainly um, we uh, need to raise the awareness. And certainly we thank God that you are doing an awesome job in your area. Uh, Charity begins at home and spreads abroad. And so uh, you are definitely uh, doing that. Um, So um, as we prepare to close today, 619-924-0800, I hope we covered everything. Is there anything you'd like to say? Anybody that you didn't shout out, remember that you were supposed to shout out and didn't? Well, first and foremost, I mean, you know, everybody who's actually listening, everybody who's always been supportive, uh, just you mentioning this to someone else, there may be somebody in need that we can possibly help. But foremost and on top, um, you know, God, God has put everything in your path way before you even thought about the path being there. Um, and just to see how he's been using me to be able to give back, um, I just want to thank him for just being the creator. I mean, he is he he is the one and sole person that guides you through all of these things. And um, without him, it, it wouldn't be possible. Um, the energy to be here at the restaurant and to be able to do these cars and to be able to go pick up these cars and just to communicate with people is just, it's all his grace for health and strength. Um, never, never really been in the hospital, hospitalized for anything, just always ready to go. And, you know, without him, that wouldn't be possible. So it's just a great, you know, like I said, great feeling to be able to help folks and just want to be able to continue doing this for, you know, a very long time, as, as long as he's allowing me to. Awesome. 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 All right. So, uh, again, we thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you to your sister, Desiree, for making the connection, making all this possible uh, behind the scenes as well. Um, we are, we, the hour has come to end. And so for all of our listeners, uh, if you perhaps missed anything uh, that was said on today, we want you to go back and listen on Block Talk Radio, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Certainly reach out to the Middleton's Village to Village Foundation, reach out to uh, uh, Middleton's Village Barbecue, um, share, um, and also, like I said, I'm going to make that connection with Kiki's Chicken and Waffles, and certainly, I don't know, we just do a South Carolina thing, uh, South Kaka Lackey. <laughs> yeah, there um, you go. There you go. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, um, and uh, we uh, thank you for putting Alwyn Dar, South Carolina, and the Wellenville, South Carolina, on the map. Um, so with that being said, uh, we're going to conclude today. Uh, I always uh, give my guests the opportunity. You can close in prayer or I can close in prayer. It's up to you. And I'll fo- follow you on that, sir. <laughs> all right. Uh, so once again, we thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all of our listeners. Give us your address again one more time. The address here, both the foundation and the restaurant, um, you can pull up on 5103 U.S. Highway 17 North, Allendahl, A-W-E-N-D-A-W, South Carolina, 29429. All right. Again, we thank you, Mr. Elliot Desmond Middleton. Let us pray. Gracious God, our Father, we thank you today for your loving kindness, for your tender mercy. We thank you for the gift that you have given the world through the person of Elliot Desmond Middleton. We thank you for Middleton's Village to Village Barbecue. We thank you for Middleton's Village to Village Foundation. We pray God's blessings on his life, on his work, on his business, on his foundation. We pray that it goes and exceeds far beyond where we know that it can or where we believe that it can go, that it would spread abroad and that people would grab a hold to the vision that they would uh, pour in finances and resources for 
success. We thank you for a good success on today. We thank you for all of our listeners, God, today. Anyone that is listening today, we pray that someone was encouraged, inspired, and uplifted. We thank you for your son, Jesus, who makes all of this possible, that gives us abundant life. This is our prayer in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, sir, for having me here. And uh, feel free to give me a call anytime again. And uh, like like I said, questions that anybody may have, you can reach out to us on that website, and uh, we'll hopefully be able to help you. All right. God bless. All right. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. You too. I would use a pencil. I would use my
magnify you. We thank you for what you've done, God. What you're doing, God. And what you're gonna do. No matter who or what we are, we must praise. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.